Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Joseva Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. Today, we have an exciting guest on our show, one that is very well experienced and versed with Airbnb in a number of different ways. He is the author of the Airbnb Experts Playbook. He is also an Airbnb host uh, with multiple properties. And he's developed something really fascinating. Now, he's been working hard to come up with analytics that guests and people can use when looking for places to purchase that they want to rent out on Airbnb. So it's really phenomenal work. It's something that not a lot of people have touched upon. And uh, for all you guys who are out there who are looking to maybe get your own property to use on Airbnb, this is going to be great for you. Um, So it's going to be a terrific episode. And of course, we got the duo back, me and Jasper. Jasper, what's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? So Jasper is calling us for in from Brazil, so I'm sure he's enjoying it down there in Rio. Um, and without further ado, I'd like to inter- uh, introduce our guest today. It's Scott Shatford. Shep- Scott, how's it going? Very good, guys. Thanks for having me on your show. Yeah, thanks for being here. And Scott is in LA. We actually recently met up and had a drink together, which was fun. And I always, of course, like doing that, but I especially like doing that with a fellow author on the topic of Airbnb, which was which was pretty cool. So, Scott, let's start off. We'll get to your book eventually, but why don't we start off with your, how you became acquainted with Airbnb? Sure. Um, yeah, I think like a lot of Airbnb hosts, I got first involved while I was traveling myself. Uh, I took a pretty extended trip to Southeast Asia for a few months. And while I was away, a friend mentioned Airbnb to kind of recoup some of the costs while I was traveling. Um, So while I was away, you know, I had people coming and going and a friend managing my place. And before I knew it, you know, I was making money in excess of my of my rent, you know, and I ended up making, you know, maybe a couple thousand dollars a month that actually helped me pay for my travels. Um, So when I got back from my travels and didn't have a corporate gig, um, I really started to tap into Airbnb on, on a bigger scale, you know, starting with my one property, trying to optimize it, you know, create a great listing, create great photos. And, uh, and then I start building out, out additional properties, you know, every three or four months I'd add a new one. And, uh, you know, yeah, before you knew it, it was my kind of my full-time gig and I was, uh, paying my bills and, and living, living the good life, uh, through running my places out on Airbnb. So the place that you first started with, did you rent that one or did you own it? Yeah, no, it was it was a rental. It was a rental property uh, in Santa Monica, uh-huh. California. Yeah, kind of a higher end uh, apartment. Um, did you uh, did you let your landlord? Did you inform your landlord, or how did how did that work? 
Yeah, you know, at first, no. You know, at first it really wasn't on my radar to do this full time. And I, I didn't do really anything to pass this through kind of the property management team. You know, as I knew I was going to be building this out and doing this full time, yeah, I, I approached uh, the property manager that I was with and uh, was able to kind of secure a good relationship with them, you know, by showing them the experience, the, the quality of the place, the cleanliness, uh, the mm -hmm. experience that some of the people had had that had come through the apartment. You know, I was really able to woo them on the, uh, the, the attractiveness of this uh, and that this wasn't, you know, some sort of like, you know, scary strangers coming into party and, and, and terrorize their apartments. Um, right. So before I knew it, I actually had these people, this property manager calling me when they had additional properties that were coming up or when somebody was moving out, they ended up starting to contact me about vacancies in, in their, in their apartments. Okay. And why didn't they just rent it out on Airbnb themselves? And, and did you share any of the profits with them or did you just pay the standard rent? Yeah, no, I, I didn't share any of the profits with them. Um, and no, I just paid the standard rent. I think that people, it's just not their specialty. I know people aren't maybe aware about what the opportunity is in terms of making two times standard long-term rents. Um, but it's also just not their niche. And a lot of times in these large property management companies, people are just playing their role and they're not really starting to think outside of the box on how to maximize the, the revenues. So the reason why I wanted to ask this is because we get a lot of questions from people who are currently renting and they're, they're wondering whether they should go to the landlord and be <coughs> upfront about their ambition to start on Airbnb or if they should not tell them and just kind of do it secretly. So what, what would your advice be to those people? Yeah, it's a t it's a, it is a tough question and every situation is pretty unique. Um, I would think if somebody's currently doing it, um, it's, it's, it's a tough one. I would say that if I would say that if you're okay with with them not being all right with it, you should confront them. And what th by that I mean that if you're thinking about moving, to, you know, to a new place, or you're moving in with a girlfriend, or you're moving across the city for work, I mean that's the perfect time to approach your property manager on keeping a previous place or a place that you're not you're okay with giving up and approaching them with this. Uh, I would wait for a property manager to approach you about the subleasing efforts before I would go and approach them with it. Because the facts are that 99% of these people are not going to be okay with it at first glance. And it's going to take some selling and some relationship building before that they, they become okay with it. Um, so yeah, does that make sense? That makes sense. Yeah. And so now, uh, after you've been doing this for a while, how many properties do you personally rent out uh, on Airbnb? Yeah, so I have five properties right now, um, all in the same sort of third you know, area in Santa Monica, very condensed area within you know, a block of each other. Um, and five is good for me. It's five is a good number. That's something that I can personally be in touch with. I can, I can personally know everybody that's staying at my place. I can still monitor and go by there and do quality control. Uh, and I think that's a good number for me. And that probably where I'll stop for right now, you know, does create six figures of, of profit on an annual basis. And it's, a, I still feel like I can keep up the quality controls at that level. And so with these properties, if you had to estimate how much time 
per week does it take you to keep these up and running? Um, yeah, for me personally, you know, I've, I've outsourced a lot of the actual kind of all the cleaning and, and all of the key exchange and all those things that can take a lot of time. So for me, it's really the communication with guests and the just uh, confirming reservations and just the, the pre-booking conversations. Um, so I'd say in general, you know, with five properties, I'm probably spending maybe five hours a week uh, managing the five properties. Okay. And without getting into specific numbers of how much you're making, like what, what would you say the percentages that you're netting after you know, above, above and beyond the rent? Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, the, I would say net net, uh, the, the margins are around 70%. So, uh, it's a 70% profit margin for me on, on my properties. And uh, Santa Monica is a pretty stable tourist business, you know, staycation market across the uh, across the calendar. So it's not very seasonal, and I'm able to see that kind of returns pretty much month in, month out in the area. Okay, so that sounds like uh, you're you're doing pretty well, and you know, I, I'm not surprised because uh, I've I've seen the return that I'm making on my house, and I I know that <clears throat> typically I think you gross you be easily making uh, two times, two to three times your mortgage and probably two times your rent in, in most cases. So that sounds, uh, sounds like a reasonable, uh, uh, reasonable estimate. And, you know, that's why it's, it's incredible how much opportunity there is. But I want to get into, uh, into your, your book now. Why did you decide to write a book? Um, yeah, great question. I wrote the book. Um, I guess because I come from a really, you know, a data-driven uh, business intelligence background. You know, I worked in corporate America for 10 years uh, running a business intelligence department, um, which basically mean I was analyzing, crunching numbers, and kind of creating for senior management what were the best decisions based off of, you know, what all the analytics said. And it was super frustrating to me getting into this business with Airbnb is that, there was absolutely no data out there that could tell me that, um, you know, enabling my instant book would increase my views and my conversions to bookings or, you know, increasing my prices on the weekends would actually help me uh, make more money. Um, and so just the, um, the lack of information, lack of transparency that was available um, to kind of create kind of the perfect Airbnb business model um, wasn't there, you know, naturally I kind of set out to kind of create that and see if I could figure out what that looked like. Um, so through lots of um, investigations and talking to other people, I mean, I've, I've, I developed over the year kind of where I was able to kind of optimize and squeeze as many pennies out of that single apartment as I could. Um, and so I guess that's what, that's what my motivation was, you know, to really kind of create um, true visibility, transparency into what strategies worked on Airbnb, um, and to kind of share that with all the other hosts out there that were, you know, operating in the dark like I was. Yeah, and that's kind of the the same motivation that I had when I uh, started with the writing of of our book. Um, mainly like two things, like trying to help current Airbnb hosts, but also spreading the word about Airbnb because I. I noticed there was a lot of people who weren't even aware of uh, Airbnb's existence. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, me too. And I'm, I'm shocked that I, I talk to people all the time that still don't know about it. Uh, mm-hmm. I talked to somebody that worked at VRBO maybe three months ago that didn't even know what Airbnb was. Um, so I'm continually shocked that uh, this isn't yeah. top of mind for people, especially, you know, kind of our demographic, our age group that living in kind of, you know, living in cities, metropolitan areas that they don't know about this opportunity on helping them pay bills and making money while they're away. It seems like a no brainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, while I was doing research for for my book, I actually I actually read your book. Well, I read every single book on, on Airbnb, and yeah. uh, and yours was definitely like one of the better ones. And if you uh, if you search on Amazon for Airbnb, your book is actually the second one that shows up. Uh, just, <laughs> just, just competition, us. huh? <laughs> <laughs> I used to be number one, man. All right, well, I'll, I'll reclaim my throne one of these days. Sorry, sorry uh, about that, Scott. But you know what? We're, we're actually listed above the actual Airbnb application now. So <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah it's great, guys. Yeah. No, it was good to see you guys' book come around. It really was a, a, a much better, a kind of comprehensive view of what Airbnb is. Great stories about the people that are doing it. Um, so it was good. Yeah. And I think your, your book was great. So kudos to you guys for, for uh, doing, a, doing a great book as well. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. And we're so happy to have you on because, like I said, it's great to connect to another author. Um, You have three kind of categories of things that we could basically make each one into a show with your current business where you have five properties, which I know a lot more about, which is really interesting. Uh, Your book, of course. But we've got one episode and I want to move it along to what I think is probably the most fascinating part of what you do in relation to Airbnb, and that is your work with analytics. So let me just hand it over to you, Scott, and you sort of tell us about this new project of yours. Yeah, sure. So kind of like the same inspiration for my book where I wanted to kind of create the perfect business model. And I did that through a lot of trial and error, right? Just trying this and then seeing if that worked or how many vis- how many views I'd get on my website if I tweaked that. Um, so kind of the natural progression was to take it to the next level and really put some serious numbers behind it all. Um, and, and, so- and Scott, I'm sorry, let, can we, let, let me back you up for a second. So can you tell us a little bit about... Um, what your what your website was doing and and so and just broad strokes what it what is this what are the analytics for sure so the website rentingyourplace.com was really set out to be kind of this uh the the place to go to get the most current advice on how to host on airbnb um with really great insights into it uh and sell the book there um it evolved into now it's uh, really a data analytics platform where anybody in the U.S. can go and get stats about their neighborhood or any neighborhood in the U.S. in terms of how many listings are in their neighborhood, how much people are charging, how many reviews do people have, what are the occupancy rates in your area, uh, so forth and so on. So I've collected all of this millions of lines of data and have synthesized it into a great kind of city dashboard where anybody can go and see kind of what the presence of Airbnb is in, in their backyard. So let's walk through the process. So let's say I'm a, I live in Detroit, Michigan, okay, and I and I'm potentially interested in getting a place and renting it out. How what's what would be my process in uh, you know using your site and using your data? 
Sure. So you go to the Air DNA, Airbnb data and analytics section of the site. You would navigate to Detroit um, using the kind of Google Maps interface here. And then so you could click down into Detroit and you could see, I just did it right now, there's 153 active listings in Detroit. I can see now by looking at this page that the average price for an entire home in Detroit is $136 a night. You know, just taking that data point alone, you can see, you can ask yourself, like, if I'm going away for a week, you know, over Christmas, I'm almost guaranteed or pretty sure that I can make $136 a night while I'm gone. And a lot of people, you know, find that fascinating that people are willing to pay that type, you know, those types of dollars for, for their place. Um, so that's, that's the first and foremost, what people can go and see. Also, what they can do from here is look at all the competing properties in the area, right? So if you live at the, the downtown area, you can actually zoom in onto a map and see every property that we've been able to track on Airbnb over the last six months that is in your area. So you can get down to a very pinpoint specific uh, analysis of all of the properties that are close to you and how they're performing. So I can see, oh, this guy's charging $100 a night. This guy's charging $125. He's got 20 reviews. So you get a much more accurate depiction of kind of what your what your opportunity is if you're going to list your place on Airbnb. And it, it even goes further than that because I'm looking at the report about San Francisco here, and I can even see how what percentage of people have different amenities. Uh, for example, I'm I'm looking, I'm looking at the the cable TV. Uh, 45% have cable TV, 7% have a gym, like all these details. So it's, it's, I'm really impressed about, uh, you know, the sort of the, all the different details that you can provide. I'm, I'm just curious, like, was it easy to get all this data? Uh, no, it's, it's not easy to get all the data. Um, yeah, no, it took a lot of months of trying to figure out how to, how to get it all first of all, and then how to compile it and report on it in a, in a dynamic way. Um, so luckily I was able to work with a really kind of smart engineer and database guy that was helping, that was able to help me, uh, you know, help my vision come to life here. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's tricky to get all this, this data. And you also offer a private Airbnb consulting service mm -hmm. on your, on your website. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. You know, what I really found is that there's a lot of people, property managers and others that are, are managing, you know, 20 plus properties on Airbnb. And a lot of these people are really looking at uh, how to optimize their listings, optimize their pricing, uh, adjust the reservation settings to maximize the performance of their, their properties. So I've been working mostly with uh, some of these larger scale property managers that are using Airbnb in addition to you know, the VRBOs and HomeAways of the world to optimize their Airbnb listings. Um, so I will help them with anything from the copywriting on their page to the quality of their photos or the captions or whatever it may be, you know, the advanced pricing options to help them uh, realize the, you know, the most money uh, for each of their properties. And so what about for, and right, so you're working with kind of these big guys who have big shops. And then what about for people, and, and by the way, I asked about Detroit for a reason because that's where I'm from and I'm actually thinking about 
investing in some properties in the Detroit area. <laughs> but so uh, this is a bit of a selfish question. <laughs> but if you, but the, but the point is, is like you can take your analytics, right? As someone like me who's looking at a property, to, a potential property to buy, and use that to select. The, the optimal area, right? The optimal place and the optimal type of unit that that would most likely lead to the highest level of profitability. Is that is that correct? Yeah, that, that's that that's right. Um, that's definitely one usage of the the tool. Um, that you can go in, drill down to a particular zip code, and that's kind of the the, the lowest level that we'll get to. But you can run a zip code specific report that will show you what you know what the occupancy rates are. For everybody in that in that zip code, so you can see, you know, people are seeing a seventy eight percent occupancy rate, are charging this amount of money, and I even provide now kind of what we think the estimated revenue is on each property on the map, so that you know when you're making a, a decision on what vacation property I should buy, uh, this will help you figure out kind of cash flow, uh, what you can be expecting to make on it as a as a vacation rental Airbnb. And to me, that's that's the cool part because I know I'm actually planning to use this myself uh, when I go back to Michigan in a couple weeks because I want to check out some properties there and I want to use this. So to me, that's really cool. And I know we've had other guests and people that we've met that ask about, hey, is there a way do – do you guys have information on how we can sort of go from city to city or place to place and figure this out? And, and, and it's really cool that you've actually created something like that. Uh, yeah. how, how, what percentage of the people that are using your products are people like me, would you say? It's a good question, actually. I think I've really been trying to target the current Airbnb host that is trying to maximize you know, the performance of their properties. Uh, I haven't gotten into, and I think it's a, it's, it's a smaller space, is the people that are currently looking to purchase vacation rentals for the sole purpose of, of running out on Airbnb. Um, so that's, I haven't really been marketing towards that audience, um, but the data is really, really powerful for that audience. So I've been noticing more of that, more of that traffic trickling in as of late. Uh, the exact numbers of that, I, I don't, I don't really know, um, but it's definitely where I'm seeing a lot of excitement around it all right now. Because there's lots of other ways you can bring in data to this about you know current hotel prices and occupancy, about what the price of an average apartment is in the area, and you can create kind of really dynamic information about where pinpoint where the best opportunity is all across America for Airbnb investment opportunities. And so that's definitely something that we'll be working on, uh, you know, in, in the coming months as well. Yeah. I think you're targeting the right audience because I'm, I'm hearing this more and more where people ask me, Hey, I, I, I think I want to invest in some, uh, in some property. And it seems like Airbnb is a good option uh, to you to monetize the house. I think people are getting more and more aware of the opportunity that is out there. I was actually speaking to a friend of mine earlier today, and he asked me what I, what I think is a good neighborhood in Amsterdam to buy a house for the sole purpose of, of listing uh, it on Airbnb. So he would uh, be a very good client for you. Uh, it's the only problem is he, he wants to buy in Amsterdam. And uh, you're only doing US, aren't you? Yeah, we, we started doing it in just in the US. Um, really just testing it all, really just trying to see what the interest level is. Um, you know, obviously gathering all this data is kind of, it's, it's, 
it's a lot of effort. And so, as you know, that, you know, over half the listings on Airbnb are abroad. So we're really rolling this out kind of on a test basis and seeing, you know, the interest level. And if it's high, well, there's no reason why we can't turn this on in select markets like uh, London or Paris or, or Amsterdam or wherever else. So um, I'm definitely looking at, you know, people that are interested in, in their local areas if it's, uh, you know, international. And um, there's no reason that we can't turn this on in select cities or countries. All right. And Scott, for people who are interested in checking this out, how, what, is the, what is the price points? Yeah, the price points... We set up a price. The price points are typically between ten dollars and a hundred dollars for a, a report. We base the price based off the number of listings in a given city. So obviously, smaller cities are going to be cheaper than the larger New Yorks, San Francisco's, Los Angeles of the world. So we wanted to make this really affordable, and we also wanted to make people really get specific data. So instead of buying a report for all of Los Angeles, you know, we really wanted to show people that getting specific, getting targeted about a, a particular neighborhood is going to give you much more relevant information. So if you're buying a specific zip code, you know, the price should only be about 10 to 20 bucks in most, in most circumstances. And that will give you uh, just a lot better actionable data on what your competing properties are, how you can stand out against the current competition, and just more relevant pricing information about uh, what's going on in your neighborhood. Cool. And can you name again, can you give us again the website where people can go and purchase your product? Yeah, sure. So the website is rentingyourplace.com. Um, and then there's a, a link to the uh, product, which we're calling AirDNA. And so once you go to the AirDNA, section of the site um you can then navigate to your particular city and buy the reports there okay that's great and is there any any other places where people can go to to find more about you or your book uh yeah no i've, I've really used rentingyourplace.com as kind of the main hub for all of my activities so i have a blog there i share some uh, free information about um, Airbnb, which I call Airbnb 101, um, and all of my analytics are there. So uh, that's really where I'm focusing on, on, on keeping all of this information and uh, all of this, all these updates about what I'm up to are at that site. Awesome. So everybody who's interested in uh, getting some data in the U.S., uh, go to rentingyourplace.com. It's a uh, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty sophisticated data, so I recommend you check it out. And with that, we're at the end of another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. As always, every Monday and every Thursday, we have a new episode. And if you want to learn more about Airbnb hosting, you can also go to getpaidforyourpad.com. The uh, resources mentioned in this episode will be on our podcast uh, section of our blog. So it's getpaidforyourpet.com forward slash podcast. And there you'll find all the episodes that we've released so far. And of course, you can also get the first three chapters of our book for free on the website too. So thanks everybody for listening and we'll see you next time. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet.